Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are excited to launch into another passage of Scripture today. We are looking at Luke chapter number 7. We see the words of Jesus as he preached the Sermon on the Mount. Most of us that have been together as we journeyed through that Sermon on the Mount, we see the practicality of it. We see the really the conviction of it. It was a precise message that would pierce to our hearts, and we know. The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, and it, it, it divides the thoughts and intents of the heart. And we know that when we look at the Word of God, we see that it is not by accident. So we saw the words of Jesus as he preached this message on the hill, as he was entering now into a new city in Luke chapter number 7. Look with me, if you will, at verse number 1. It says, now, when he had ended all these sayings in the audience of the people, so he, he finished his sermon, what happened? He entered into Capernaum, and a certain centurion's servant who was dear unto him was sick and ready to die. And when he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly, saying, that he was worthy for whom he should do this, for he loveth our nation and hath built us a synagogue. Then Jesus went with them. And when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I am not worthy that thou shouldst enter under my roof. Wherefore, neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, in my servant shall be healed. We saw the words of Jesus as he was ministering to the people, talking to them about their attitudes, talking to them about how they were approaching people that were mistreating them in situations that were not ideal. Now we see the works of Jesus. It's, you know, the old, the old adage, your walk talks and your talk talks, but your talk talks louder than your Walk talks, I think that's how it goes. The, the truth of it is, is our actions speak louder than our words. Jesus gets done preaching this message. He enters into Capernaum, a small town, roughly eh, about 1,500 people. And the centurion servant, now if you were to look into Matthew, the stories vary a little bit, but the, the, the truth remains the same. Somebody comes to Jesus and he has this servant who was sick, so sick that he was ready to die, or he was about to die. And, and when he heard this, verse number three says, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews. So we believe that maybe this, this centurion sent some leadership that were Jewish unto Jesus, and they're begging him, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. We want you to come over here, Jesus. You, you got to come over here and heal the servant. This servant is very dear. Now, how do we know that? Well, verse number two tells us. 
and a certain centurion servant who was dear unto him. So this may have been his, his managerial servant. This may have been one that he had a great relationship with and was very, very cared for. We don't know the exact situation, but we know the Bible says he was dear unto him and he was sick, close to death. And now we see verse number four. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him saying, he is worthy for whom he should do this. They're saying that Jesus had the power. Jesus had the capability to be able to heal this servant. It says, for he loveth our nation. He hath built a synagogue. We know that that they, they had saw Jesus's love. Our love speaks. Our love speaks through our words. Our love speaks through our actions, but our actions speak louder than words. So Jesus's love was evident to these dear people. Then verse number six says this, Jesus went with them. And when he was not far from the house, he was getting close to the man's house. The centurion sent friends. They sent friends out to him and said, oh, you, you don't need to come into the house because why? Well, they weren't worthy. It, it, he says, neither thought, my, thought I myself worthy to come unto thee. He says, it, it, it doesn't, we're not worthy that you'd come under our roof, but most certainly all you have to do is say the word. If you just say the word, Jesus, this man will be healed. Verse number eight, for I also am a man set under authority, having unto me soldiers, and I say unto one, go, and he goeth. What's being told to us here is that the man comes to Jesus and is speaking to Jesus, and he knows because he's a, a person of authority that if he told somebody to do something, they would do it. Or if he told them to come over here, they would come over here. And they knew that Jesus' love for them, that he would do it. He would heal them. What tremendous faith. We've heard the song Amazing Grace, but here we're, we're seeing amazing faith. Amazing faith, this man says, you don't even have to come into the house. You, you have the authority. I understand how authority works, and you certainly have authority, and all you have to do is say the word, Jesus, and he'll be healed. Then we see verse number nine. Jesus heard these things. He marveled at him. He was amazed at his faith. He was, he was in awe of the fact that this man's faith, and look what he said. He turned about, he said unto the people that followed him, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. What a statement. I would ask you this. What is your faith like? What level of faith do you have? We see that Jesus is in awe right here. Verse number 10, look at this. This is where we see the the amazing power of Jesus. And they that were sent, returning to the house, found the servant whole that had been sick. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that incredible? See, this is what we see here. We see really two points of application is, is that our faith, we walk by faith and not by sight. Our faith is what pleases God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's the part that we have to be in awe of is the fact that he rewards our faith in him. And, and how do we know that? Well, we know that the Bible says in Hebrews eleven six, 6, 
For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God rewards our faith. It amazes me in in some areas of life of how small and minute my own faith is. And my friend, I would ask you, where is your faith? We must take steps of faith and obey the Lord saying, God, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I'm trusting you. I know you're going to meet the need. I know you're going to do the things that you said you were going to do. But many of us feel that our petitions, our prayer requests, they're, they're so small and minute that God wouldn't care. And I, I, I dare say that there are some things in our life that we don't pray about, and they're dear to us because we don't think God cares. But like the old hymn says, does Jesus care? Oh, yes, he cares. One of the things that we see here is that this centurion's servant He was dear unto him, and God cares about what you care about. And there are so many things in our life that we we, we don't take full advantage of. We don't take it to the Lord in prayer. We we, 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 We just lack on our faith because we just don't think that he cares. And what we see here is that Jesus saw the faith of this centurion, how they saw his love, they thought that he he would do it. They knew that he was capable of doing it, so they had faith in going to him and asking him. And and before he even made it to the house, they said, Jesus, just say the word, and he'll be healed. That's a powerful, powerful reminder of how God rewards our faith, and God has capability and power to meet our needs. Now we get to the the last part of what I was going to say today is, is where are we lacking in our faith? Is God calling you to something? Is God calling in your area, uh, uh, your corner of the world? Is is he reaching out to get you to, to respond and you have turned to him a, a deaf ear? Don't be the one that misses out on God's blessing because you want to see it to believe it. And as we are praying for God to do a work in the lives of others, in our lives, don't let it be said that we just overlook something because we don't think he cares. Because if he could care about a centurion servant, all these different things, hungry people, the feeding of the 5,000, you could just go down the list of all the things that Jesus cared about. May we demonstrate faith today, live by faith today, and never forget that Jesus cares even for the smallest thing that we care about so we can go to him in in faith, praying that God would meet the need. May you have a wonderful day. God bless, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.